I got no Pat Politics podcast on here, and I want to know about his show without any interruptions. Welcome. We're going to do this PodFam episode. We're going to talk about people and their phony friendships. Yes. How you put it, um, pro-introverted society, which I like how you put it. Um, Before we get into that, tell me about your show, please. All right. So... Trap Politics is a platform that allows people who see things with a different perspective or voice. So uh, today it's me, tomorrow it could be somebody else, but it's all about being able to reach one, teach one through all the traps that's been laid to deter us from our future and the politics that's, you know, being spat from liars that's trying to, you know, mislead the way. So that's the, the whole premise, you know, people who see things from a uh, alternative perspective. And that okay. includes everything from, you know, from, from the person in the mirror to the person you deal with on your job, you know, who's really about that life out there these days, you know? Okay. So when did you start the platform? Uh, right before COVID hit, okay, uh, around March twenty, I would say even a little before that, like November uh, twenty nineteen. To be honest with you, the I, the concept was coming to mind. Things started to build, and uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much the 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 birth of trap politics. Really sitting down with some people and, and putting the whole idea together. Okay. So, out of the episodes that you've done so far, um, could you pick out three of your favorites? Um, honestly, they're all pretty much my favorite because in the beginning it was such like raw honesty, like the conversation yeah. was so pure that it's like I could sit through all of them and enjoy them. Um, I would say uh, I could go back. A lot of the stuff I did in season one with my my homie Big UT, uh, when we tried Calm, I think that's episode eight. Um, it's a good episode where we're practicing our sponsorships. Like when we start getting sponsors and stuff, uh, the, the the episode with uh, one of my other guests, who was um, who has his own podcast too, the Struggle for Success podcast. Um, Raymond on that side, and. Uh, some of the recent episodes that we did when, when we covered the election, the uh, President Trump and Biden election, those were some pretty good uh, episodes and vaccines and all that. A, a lot of them were, were pretty entertaining, mm-hmm. to say the most. Okay. <laughs> so, do you have anything currently um, happening with the show that's new? What I don't like is every time you are doing a show, uh-huh. um, get- I'm getting into a show. So you like you'll send me a link and I'm just like, well shit, I'm about to do a show. So there's like there's no way for me to get out of it and go back into the show that you're doing. So I've watched a couple at the beginning of when you were doing shows because sometimes I might do like a nine o'clock show or a nine thirty show, depending on like when Greg wants to do one for Wednesdays and Saturdays. But I'm just like, gotcha. damn right. a whole show. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I'm very sporadic. I don't really have like a set schedule yet. Yeah. Um, very soon though, I'm definitely gonna put together like a set schedule. But mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really 
figured out exactly how I want to do it. So it's still pretty much random, but I'm definitely down to, you know, put some things together if it, if it works out for everybody. I would hate to step on anybody's toes also, mm-hmm. you know, because I like what you guys are doing on your side. I would hate to interrupt that and everything else that you're doing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but now nah, I'm definitely not open to it. There's a lot of things that I want to do with the trap politics part. And mm-hmm. like the uh and the streaming. Plus, I'm working on like a series, and I got the brand going. I'm trying to diversify my portfolio within mm-hmm. the brand, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this stuff kind of leads into like our topic about what we're talking about because you just can't have all these ideas and have the wrong type of people around you because you know you want to build and grow, but. You know, you might not have the accurate team. And sometimes, you know, you got to replace your teammate that might be family or, you know, it might be a close friend. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sometimes when you're building, you know, you just got to be, you just got to be on your shit. Okay. So before we get into this um, topic, can no. you tell people where to find that politics and your Twitter and your um, IG and all that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything is on trappolitics.com. T-R-A-P-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-S dot com. And they could get everything uh, and anything that they need. I got a blog on there, too. So, you know, I'm all over the place, but it's still concentrated at the end of the day. Right at trappolitics.com. My Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um. Yeah, everything that you need. Even my email is on there. So if people drop a submission in the submission box about whatever, it goes straight to my phone. So it's like a direct line to me and everything that's going on with your politics. Perfect. I love it. All right. So the topic is um, very uh, multifaceted. By, uh, by pro-introverted society? Yeah. Uh, well, it seems like a lot of uh, these new services and the way technology is going, a lot of the stuff that's being pumped through the media, um, the way we view social media, and uh, a lot of stuff that's been happening within the psyche that doesn't make us social. You know, a lot of uh, debates and uh conflict has just came from like a lack of communication i believe mm-hmm. um and it seems like we don't even know how to really communicate uh to strangers let alone i mean even th- we can't really communicate well to our friends let alone strangers so you know sometimes it begs you to ask the question you know what i'm saying if you know wh- why why all these conflicts sometimes when it comes down to friendships and not just conflicts, it's like, you know, why always the miscommunication sometimes? A lot of things dealing with communication, I think has been uh, screwed up within society. And, you know, sometimes it goes as deep as, as your friends and shit like that. So that's why I was like, like yo, for introverted society, because it's like nothing is really being said to change the narrative. The narrative have always sort of been the same. I feel like it's because allowed devices to take over. I think okay. I think we've allowed devices to decide who our friends are, um, who we should go hang out with, who we should like, who we should pay attention to. 
um, who we should check out, what we should listen to. If you like this, then you might like this. Check out right, this. right, right, right. Yeah, they are the most suggested or most recommended, and it's the point where you're making our minds as humans handicapped. Because I, so. I remember when I lived in New York, I would purposely get on the train, keep my phone in my pocket, my purse, and look at all of the people who weren't in their phones. And it'll probably be like on the train. That's it. Everybody's neck is bent down in their phone or they're asleep or you can tell like they're stressing, you know? Mm-hmm. And like we can be on the train with a complete murderer or someone with a child that took a child today and nobody would know. Nobody would notice because nobody gives a fuck to look up from their phone. Yeah, it, it is it is that bad. It is really that bad. I, I take long walks without my phone just so I could break the cycle. But no, it's that bad. It's like we're we're lost. Um and then I try and then another thing I used to do when I was in New York is I used to force myself to speak to at least two people a day. Two complete strangers, whether it's like, you know, hi, how are you? How's your day? Or I say like something that's bothering me. It's hot as hell today, ain't it? You know, just (laughs) because there's a lot of people that go to a day in a big city like that and they never get talked to. It's kind of like they're fucking invisible. And when people feel invisible, they feel like they might as well not be there. And you'll never know when somebody's like on their last, their last. Oh my God, if nobody don't talk to me today, I might as well just kill myself because it doesn't matter. Like, I don't matter. And New York, if you get all caught up in the go to work, pick up lunch, go do this, do do overtime so that your boss will see that you really want the job. Uh, right. Do this, get a break. You'll never take time to be like, I literally got up at 5 a.m. and I don't stop doing shit until 1.38. Uh, is it fucking... Yeah, that's, you know that's, that's, that's nuts. Then, yeah, and then with that, I think people start to lose empathy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's what comes into like, you know, making friends and people being introverted because all they can do to absorb human interaction is TV, social media, um, or who they see in passing. And that's not real relationships. And then if you do end up having quote-unquote friends, what are y'all talking about? Y'all talking about each other's work. Y'all not talking about, you know, how do you feel um, what is it you want to do? What was what was uh, exciting for you this week outside of work? Y'all not talking about that shit because y'all have to vent. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely um a, a disconnect, man. Because without empathy, you know, how could you really start to build on anything? Uh, as, exactly. At least on mutual ground grounds, anyways. Because you know, you got to feel some type of way to really start to build with someone. Exactly. 
because then this is what happens the trust starts disappearing i don't i don't be around you like that yeah i know of you yeah i met your the person you were talking to last time but i don't know you like that the loyalty why does she feel like i need to like go be be at work late because she's having a hard day why should i show up she doesn't pay my right. bills she doesn't help me um why should i go help him move don't they know that the work like it's very hard over time in a society like that where you you can think outside of yourself because there's so much on you to be be responsible and be this human that can withstand all of the shit yeah i do uh, yeah I, I absolutely hear exactly what you're saying you know uh technology have um done a lot of damage i believe i won't say more harm than good because mm-hmm. there is a lot of information out there that has never been out there ever before yeah. but I, sometimes you know it could be that flow of information you all know so much it's like what are we gonna really talk about you know um it's like you said you know like what what really can y'all uh you know vibe on if you know we both already know so much about everything you know um i mean i would always like to take it back to the good old days when you used to really build relationships off of like-minded goals and things like that but uh a lot of that shit has been eroded because of the technology and how uh things have came about not just only that but just the ego that it pumps throughout people these days because aside from just being lost in uh the information um it's like you know you start to build these narratives in your mind about certain things you know what i mean like this is this has to be success because it looks like this because you've seen it on instagram or wherever you know what i mean it's like it's a lot more than that and i believe that you know the more that um not even like social media just technology in general because the way how technology operates everything it's you know it's a overstimulus of everything so you know it's it's definitely uh something to really keep in mind man when you really you know take a good look at it yeah like for me like i don't live you know up top anymore i live in the south but Uh even down here it's hard to be like you know what today after work i'm gonna go to such and such house and i'm gonna just hang out right exactly (laughs) when you're fucking adulting and you have kids oh absolutely put my kids in a car drive in afternoon traffic go to my friend's house for 30 minutes and hang out and then drive all the way back home what uh, it doesn't like, exist anymore yeah that's madness and and I wish it was like the slower time of life where you can like oh I want to go go talk to such and such oh let me go mm-hmm. buy let me go buy a drink and a snack and go knock at their door and sit on the stoop and just chill. Yeah, I mean, even with today's kids, you know, you don't see that at all. Even if we are encouraging them to go outside more and do certain things, it's like they don't, not to say that they should just be hanging out with anybody's neighbor's kids or whatever the case may be, yeah. but still the ones that, I mean, you just hardly see that <clears throat> in society at all. It's like the 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 common ground that it takes to really start nurturing real friendships is kind of gone now, you know? And plus too, you know, this one wise guy back in the day told me that it's really hard to even make friends in general, like actual real friends, but you're people who that you could 
people who you feel comfortable associating with, you know, from there, a friend would emerge if you're around the right associates, but not all associates are your friends and, you know, and vice versa. Days. I've seen, I mean, this is just my, my personal opinion on it, but. Um, That's a whole problem because people don't even know what the difference between associate and friends are. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, um, there's definitely a, a, a huge confusion. I believe it's more men, though. I, I think men can't really separate the two better than women can. I think women I can differentiate the better. I hate that for men because if men really knew the quality of a good friendship, then I feel like when it comes to their engagement with women, it would be a lot more empathetic and compassionate because they understand the quality of building that shit. Men, I think men most of the time think the shit that women be up in arms about is, oh, it's not a big deal. You always tripping like, so what if she did that? So what if she don't talk to you? So what if, you know, you do for her and she don't do for you? So what? Go talk to somebody else. Like they don't understand. Like, like why is such a you know <laughs> shit show? Because they don't. They don't. I, I feel like men be like, oh, you like Bluetooth to another man? He's like, yeah, it's cool. All right, all right. I see you tomorrow. And then, <laughs> but that's my boy. He like Bluetooth. You know what I'm saying? That's not your nothing. Y'all don't. Y'all ain't talking about shit. But that's like, that'd be like the basis of how men, you know, get, uh, let's share our similarities and type shit. And, you know, you be elbow cool. You don't be come meet my family cool, but you be elbow cool. You know what I'm saying? Head not right. cool in the office. But the reality is you can't build on that shit. Yeah, no, we, um, nah, I, I completely hear you on that. It, it it's it's definitely a, a uphill battle for 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 guys to really balance it too though. You know, like women be like, yeah, um, that's my. I used to work with her, and I could not stand her ass. And then you know, you start talking every day for like a year, and then one day that girl come in like distraught. <sighs> Like, girl, you can't be like that. I'll be here. Let's go to the bathroom. And then, like, too much start getting revealed. And then y'all start, like, knowing too much about each other. And then that too much about each other becomes, like, a real fucking bond of friendship. And you'd be like, damn, all this time I thought she was a bitch. And then she was like, girl. (laughs) And then y'all end up, like, being friends because y'all had all these funky-ass assumptions about each other. And somebody lets that shit fall and shows you that, no, I'm a fucking human being. And then y'all start relating on shit. Yeah, no, with guys, it's, it's definitely not this. It, it's definitely, well, I would say it's not the same. I, I definitely agree with what you're saying because the way how girls, how women bond, it's like, you know, it's it's on a whole nother level. Guys, though, I, I don't know, man. And me, Maybe this is just me, right? I I have a very uh, uh like distant approach. 
Like we could win, we could play on the same team for like three years, win like two championships, and I still won't be like, yo. Even though you live, you know, it's like I don't know. It's just hard for me to really build uh, uh, trustworthy relationships, man, with with just people in general. I don't even just say it's you know with with other men. It's just like you know, I just don't have that patience level. Uh, ever since just for for anybody, I was always on my own time. Like, yo, listen, I'm just trying to you know maintain and get it out of here. I'm not trying to be you know, too cool with anybody that might cut my throat on the back end. Might backstab yeah. me and take my girl, which has happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah! it's it's that type of dog-eat-dog world. So ever since those type of days, it's just been like, you know what? Yo, if I would be cool with you, we, we got to have some type of mutual grounds because there they got to be some type of collateral in this friendship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we could we could go, yo, shop, whatever, you know what I'm and figure this out. I'm not boxing for no no dude if he's getting his ass whooped. That's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know about jumping in. You know, we gotta know we gotta figure out, you know, what type are you an associate or or are you, you know, because the only person I trust is myself a lot these days. And I'm not just saying that just me saying that I'm just it's it's crazy. It's a crazy world. <laughs> it is crazy in the way that people <laughs> the shitty things that they do and then they look up at you and be like so between listen they look at you look at you and be like so between you know that friend that you were friends with before I did this shitty shit and now so which side you choosing come on I'm about to buy you lunch which side you choosing I'm just like (laughs) are we in sixth grade or are we like in our 30s and 40s like I'm not choosing my friends over, but I did more for you on this side. So even though I was fucked up and I did this, you got a friend. No, if you did something wrong as your friend, I'd be able to tell you, A, that was fucked up. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you you break up with somebody and we were all friends, you can't be like, okay, so y'all got to pick a side. Yeah, nah, nah, I, I'm not with that either. But that happens That's a lot, some though. bullshit that be happening out here with people in their th- late 30s and 40s, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, no, that's that's high school shit, but that still happens a lot, unfortunately. I don't, I don't yeah. get that. I mean, adults are, after like the age of 18, 19, you give up all that favoritism shit and whatnot. That's why nobody has ever elevated to like over just this associate level because Mm -hmm. associates could be fired. You know what I'm saying? I could fire an associate and never talk to them again, give them their leaving papers and listen like, yo, you don't ever contact this number (laughs) ever again. Right. Or pull up to this address because you are now banned from the premises uh, because you was fired. You got demoted. You know, you were, it was cool being cool with you. But every time you go to the bar, you know, you know, throw money on the tab. You, you always drinking up all the alcohol, smoking all the weed, you know. And you bring nothing to the table. (laughs) But these are your homies, though. These are like people who, you know, you, you, you thought you saw value in that. Now you realize like, oh, nah, this is, this can't. Right. If I be like, oh, I got a blunt, and you be like, oh, all right, I'm all day, you, you day, know, the greenery. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. People are uh, people are too iffy. And uh, I don't be knowing how to gauge people these days. They're too iffy. And then no. the, the people that you feel like know you enough when you start to accomplish things and you think that a person is happy for you and then they asked you okay this is the bullshit right here they asked you to help (laughs) what they want to do and you said okay I'll do it and once you start holding them accountable for wasting their time they flip the shit on you and be like Man, I got this and this going on. I don't have time for that right now. But <laughs> didn't you ask for help? Didn't you say that you had a problem procrastinating and not getting this shit done and you would like for me to basically be on your ass? Did you not say that? Yes, but I got this going on and it's going to have to wait till Monday. And, and my thing is like, people have to understand like, Remember what you're asking for. Right, right, right. If you're not ready, it's okay to not be ready. But once you start being defensive of the fact that you are the one bullshitting, and then you start to like project your negative shit on some other people who you ask for help, that's when I'm just like, okay. Hello. Hello, real feelings. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and then I back the fuck up. And then this is an issue for people. When I back the fuck up, they want to act like, oh, it wasn't such a big deal. I don't know why you tripping. Because the little shit be a big deal at the ending result. And when I see little shit that will stop you from your solution result that you want, I let go of that shit. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's the best thing I can do that's going to be smart for that situation is is take heed to this person right. and just leave them the fuck alone it's best for your peace as well too you know yeah. um, you don't ever want to like let negative energy infiltrate your positive vibes and whatnot to you know to, to make something good of yourself you know, sometimes you gotta let rotten fruit you know, do what it does on its own. Just, just definitely stay away from it. It's bad. And, you know, that's one thing I, I've learned throughout the years. It's like, you know, sometimes taking your time away from certain people who are toxic because, you know, not everybody remains the same. Everybody got, you know, things that they, they got going on. But it's like sometimes if you make a promise, you got to hold on to it. And, um, you know, also, too, if it's not working out for you, at least make it be known. And, yeah, definitely take your time apart. <laughs> I said I only talk one time. We got uh, two messages from Nessie. Should we play them? Yeah, that's what she got to say. But I think when you're talking about friendship, it should not be like, what can you gain from that person? It should be like, what can I give to that person? Uh, So it should be like, you giving more. And that should be your whole responsibility. And that should be friendship, relationship, uh, family ship, any kind of ship should be like, what can I do to better that person? And you're not only thinking about yourself. And I think that should be like, what can I do to help my sis? Is my sis in a bad position? I'm going to try to help her out if if my brother and vice versa. So I don't think it should be like, I don't think if it's going to be anything that's going to be like, I, 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 that's a problem. 
It should be like we, they, you, like whatever it is, we're going to figure this shit out together or you. I'm going to try to help you as you are. That is correct. But what happens is one person gets used to you being, what can I do to help? Oh, this person is always going to help. Oh, let me call this person for help. But they always come through. And then the shit starts getting lopsided. Absolutely. That, that That's exactly what I was going to say as well, too. Like, this is not necessarily the people you care about that you do provide for. These are the people who are presuming to be what they say that they should be and then can't really hold their end of the bargain because they aren't really, they weren't really prepared to deal with what it takes to be around you type of deal. That's one thing I, I was thinking about too. Like, I don't know if people really understand that when it comes down to like building a friendship with someone, there's certain responsibilities that each person required to maintain that friendship. Everybody's not like a cookie cutter type of situation where if I'm cool like this with this person, I could be the same way and be cool with that person. It's like everybody is their own individual. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that. But I think subconsciously we all kind of emulate what has always worked and then end up ruining relationships along the line because they can't seem to really figure out who their friends really are. So it's like, yeah, we may be, you know, on good grounds today. But if I'm not communicating, you know, it's just it could really build up to the point where it's like, you know, it becomes a miscommunication and, um, you know, you could really start getting into some some treacherous grounds. But, you know, the people that me, you know, that I'm trying to really like talk about for sure is like these type of people who, you know, pretend today and just can't seem to hold it out to my. That's right. You know, it's, it, it's like you said, they'll keep calling you for bullshit. You know, they'll keep asking you for shit. And it's cool. You could be a good person. You could be the, you know, you could be there to help out whoever, however, whenever, you know. But don't ever let uh, anyone take that for granted at the end of the day. Yeah. my uh, One of my friends, he has this old friend that came to me texting him. Um, Do you have $20 I can use <sighs> And then he be like, uh, yeah. And so he'll give her the twenty dollars. And then two days later, she was like, "Can I borrow ten dollars?" <laughs> and and then he was like, "Why do you borrow ten dollars when I get twenty the other day?" He was like, "Well, I got my check, but I just need to go cash it. But I, cash it, so I just need ten dollars until I cash." And so he was like, "Well, just go cash your check." No, and she, was like, she was like, Look, she was like, So you ain't got ten dollars? <laughs> like she is completely what missing the, the point. Fuck? Why the fuck are you using your friends as convenience? Right, 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 right. Because you don't want to go do your thing. That's madness to me. And there's mm-hmm. so many people out here fake adulting like that, mm-hmm. and you have to step out of your friend space and be like, yo, if you don't grow the fuck up and stop having to cash your checks because everybody on earth goddamn gets deposits. Yeah. What are you doing in life where you can't get direct deposit? <laughs> you know, and that and that shit right there, I'm I'm at an age where I can't respect anybody who is not adulting on the level that I am or right. higher or higher. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
it's not because I feel like I'm better than you. It's because my tolerance and patience will not fathom anyone around my age not adulting on my level. That's right. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm 100% with you on that. There's a lot more things that I need to really, you know, handle than handling your responsibilities, especially those people <laughs> with their hands out all the time. Trust, I know what you're saying. Because what what happens is if you warden those relationships and those friendships, they start to become a burden on you because absolutely you you know this person from the foundation from the core is idling where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And because they feel like they can idle, they have access to me because I'm more responsible and I can help them. But if I needed help, can I go to this person for help? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an even yoke? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, after a while, you start to realize who you could uh, balance out the struggles with. You know, certain people, like I said, they don't, they don't, you know, they always drinking up all the shots at the bar. You know, <laughs> they always showing up to parties and shit that they, you know, it's like there's, there's just that. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's just always those type of people that that you know. I have a great disdain for people who don't want to participate in the work potluck, but always got a plate at the work potluck. <laughs> I got the disdain for people who don't want to participate uh... in fucking barbecue, but show up and have the nerve to take plates out the motherfucking barbecue. Mm, I will see? fuck you up personally <laughs> where do you get off having the audacity to do some shit like that yo and they don't see the wrongs in their character at all they think that they doing it's just regular shit to them and I, I never get that either the people who are just habitually line step habitual line steppers you know what I'm saying they just <laughs> I would be just... embarrassed <laughs> nah I'm with you I was I was dating this this guy right, and um, his family was having like some type of get together or party, and I was gonna meet them for the first time, and he was late, and he was rushing. I was like, hey, I was like, let's stop somewhere so I could bring, you know, drinks or something. I don't want to go in there empty handed, girl. I, him, his his brother. His um friends was in the car. It was like she wanted to go bring something to the to the uh, house for everybody, y'all. She tripping. I just wow. like who raised y'all? <laughs> like why is isn't that like a thing that you do? Why are y'all laughing? I was like you just can't face empty handed. And it's it's just unfortunately there's a lot of people who aren't being raised with those manners and yeah. you have to find your tribe you have to find your people. <laughs> yo and yo, there's a lot of sheep and wolf clothing. Yes, people pretending to be something that they ain't just to yes. snare you up and eat off your you know off your plate. It's 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 just yeah it's. So it's a crazy world to really find out who your um 
you know, who your real peoples are these days. But, you know, there's there's a lot of places, you know, that you could, you could find them if you're out there looking, though, you know. If you're really trying to make real friends, real relationships, people that's like-minded, um, people who, you know, see the same vision, you know. We got two more messages I'm playing. I no doubt. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean men can't separate? Like you, mean, I have really amazing good guy friends who I've been friends with forever. And they're the best. They're like my brothers through and through. And nothing will ever happen. So what do you mean men can't? I think we can all separate. Like friends are friends. Love interests are love interests. Somebody like, you know, we can put somebody else on a different category of like, Fuck boys, fuck girls, whatever it is, it's a whole day. But like, I am absolutely huge believer of like girls and guys can be absolute friends with nothing more, nothing less. Just be like the homies of homies. Oh, me too. I think that can happen. But one thing that you can't do is someone enjoy the friend in a non-friend way and go back to being friends. Because once that loving gets the bussing, <laughs> we just cool though, right? No, there's always going to be those weird ass feelings there. This so. is very true. I do. Uh, I'm not going to say you know too much for for most men, but mm-hmm. I know myself and the men that I've been around, we've we've all always have held out for you know, for, uh, and for opportunities, not to say that every girl that we're friends with, we saw it that way. Yeah. But if the opportunity did arise, 99% of the, the times it was always going to be a go, you know, uh, unlike for girls, like a guy can't just be like, you know, Hey, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Me, I just think in person, just, just a guy can't really offer himself unless you know it's first initiated by the girl you know i mean a guy can if they got real good game and shit like that but i don't know me personally it's just hard for me to just be like hey here's my dick in a box (laughs) what do you want to do with that (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying guys can't just do that you know, I girls like, can I do like, that, and that shit is amazing. But guys can't really do that because I don't know. Maybe because I'm a guy, I just can't see that. I like, maybe I that's like just me. Build, doing, you know? I like to but, build our relationships off of friendships, right? Uh-huh. And that's a pro and a con because once I get into a relationship with a man, and he knows that I build my friendships, I bring I build my relationships off of friendships with guys. Now everybody is a suspect. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. I'm, just like, I'm just like, no, I'm not checking for him. Like, we've known each other for 16 years, and that's mm. not the case. Like, they've never made a move or anything like that. And it's, it's kind of hard to have a man be so secure within himself that he takes that for what I said. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of mm-hmm. like, that man has to find out for himself, like, so so they ain't never try to talk to you. So anytime it was, like, late at the office, they ain't trying no move on you. No, no, no. Like, do you want me to swear on the Bible? And so it gets really... Uh. <laughs> it's really clapped. 
No, it's 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 possible. Trust. I definitely do believe that there are men out there that that do do that. Um, that can hold hold the line, yeah. hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm not gonna say that every chick that I've been friends with, you know, I've had sex with. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, it's always been uh, a thought in the back of the mind to be like, you know if there is an opportunity, yeah, I'm definitely taking it. You know what I'm saying? The thought has never came across like, oh, well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to ask her to see what, you really, what she really thinks about this. No, it's, <laughs> ne- it's never really uh, <laughs> like a second thought. It's, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always available, especially if you're my homegirl. Yeah, I'm all, whatever. It's, what it's, it's about whatever. We, it's whatever. such a tr- such a tricky thing to do because once you try it and that shit don't work, it's yeah, like now it's, it's weird. It's fun. I can't go back. Like, <laughs> right, that is true. You have to know. Yeah, you have back, to know for the sure. Friends, it's to place, they don't. They don't understand it, and oh, they just. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, you just talking to me regular now? Yes. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. You know. And, <laughs> It's it's been years since I was like, oh, this one right here, gamble. Like, I've tried it two times, and I'm just like, no, I'm good money. I'm good money. Staying away from trouble. Yeah, yeah. Creator of your own podcast. When it comes to growing your audience, having reliable distribution, and monetizing your shows, and even having built-in cross promotion with other podcasters, it's a there you go. Yeah. There you go. A safe place. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I've uh, I've definitely made sure you know, I never shat where I eat or anything like that either, too. So, yeah. I... like people that be telling me like, oh yeah, I used to talk to this girl at my job. Are you crazy? Yeah, no, no, no. Unless you're about to quit that job, okay? Not if you, if if you anything. Yeah, I'm the vice president, but I'm talking to this associate that just got hired. Yeah, you're out your rabbit ass mind doing all that dumb shit on the job. (laughs) You a supervisor and you talking to the new hire? Like, nah, man. Trust that happens in Best Buy a lot. Back in the day when I used to work at Best Buy, a lot of funny shit like that used to happen. You know, because. You know, who, who wouldn't like working in a computer store and shit like that? So there's always like a whole bunch of people from college and high school and all types of, you know, young people that would be in there with all this games and TV tech. You know, it's it's, it's like a tech store. You know, of course, it's going to attract that type of a crowd. So there's managers that's overlooking shit that's flirting with the, the fucking, yo, yo, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Is, is this a place of... Is this a professional environment? What the fuck is going on? Most of the most of the workplaces don't be professional at all. And nah, then like you start working there and 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 you talk to like your own manager, you're like, you know, I used to talk to such and such for a while, right? I was like, really? Out of all the women you can talk to, you can talk to her. <laughs> so you know, it happens, but for yeah. the most part, like you were saying. I don't think friendships should feel like a full-time job. Right. Very true. Very true. Like, because those are the friendships when they call your phone, you ignore. When they uh, text you, you act as though like, you're busy. Um, or you wait to respond to them when you're out and about and it sounds busy. Or, yeah. like, 
once I feel like I have to start making excuses on why I can't deal with you, this is a job. Absolutely. I had to cut off 98% of my friends because of that. These motherfuckers, like, had the egos. They had the emotional uh, instability. They were very uh, narcissistic type of motherfuckers. And, you know, the good books say, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. And when I looked at these motherfuckers, I was disgusted. So oh. I had to get rid of all of them and start anew because these motherfuckers is not who I am. And I know who I am. I'm a man of great value and prestige. I belong in circles that talk about these type of things. Not talking about, yo, I may have to go to the doctor, man. It's just been itching since I see it. Yo, nah, I don't even want to know about the rest of the <laughs> I don't even want to know the rest of the... Why are we talking? I'm out of here. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm out of here, man. Yeah, it's been a good night, man. Thanks for the drinks. I'm, I'm gone, bro. That's it. Oh, no. It, yeah, just, it, it gets like, yeah, that, that's the type of circles I have to get away from. It's just like, nah, man, I'm not, like, you know, I think this is just the worst. So now that I'm in a, you know, a much, much better space, creative space, it's like, you know, it feels like that's where you should be long. And maybe that's, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's it's sometimes it's good to go with your gut, like they say. If you know it ain't feeling right, it, you know it's like yo, maybe it's just time to make a change, take a break, like you say too back uh, earlier. You mm -hmm. know, you just just get some peace of mind and then really realize, you know, is it good to really be talking to these few people that bring no value but always want you around for whatever reason they 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 benefit off of you for? You know, granted, it's cool to be there sometimes, but when it becomes a full time job, like you said, listen, man, I'm gonna answer the phone call in the middle of traffic just to be like, listen, I'm I'm on my way. Yes, I'm, I'm on my way out of town. Let me yes. call you back, and I'm right there by you know two minutes from my house in in, in the grocery, Seven Eleven or something. You know what I mean? And you you gotta hope somebody don't see you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for for that. Yeah, it's, it's it gets that bad, and to be honest with you, it's it's still that bad a little bit, but you know, all in due time, you know what I mean. Wow, I don't know, like, um, and I, this is another thing that I believe about friendships: the oh. older you get, your friend circle is supposed to get small. Yeah, I, I, cause now I believe too. The reason why they say that is because you have kids. You don't want to have your kids around some of your bad habit friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to, you want to keep a a cool surrounding. Unless you know your friends have kids, and that that's hard to find. You know, a lot of my uh, friends, past friends, anyways, got kids now. You know, I'm one of the very few that's still holding out until you know I really got oh, something good going. Hold that thing back, okay? Yeah. You have time. You have time. I haven't given up my youth yet. I always that, that's one thing that that's that I scare myself with. I'm like, yeah, if I have a kid, my youth is gone. I'm gonna be wrinkled in the face. My knees that's gonna start hurting out the blue for no reason. I'll just wake up one day and my knees are just in pain. No, that's, oh, welcome. <laughs> that's all welcome to your thirties. Your thirties. <laughs> Hey, you, yeah, yeah, this is your body. Feel yeah. your body. That's all your 30s is. It's annoying, uh, growing pain. I'm oh, yeah, absolutely. To, I'm trying to skip all this shit and get to 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people said 40 is lit, and that's what I'm trying to get to. But when it comes to, like, your youth, that is a mindset. 
parents yeah. who get to their 30s and have kids, if you feel like that's going to steal your youth is because you are setting that up in your head. Mm-hmm. I am childish with my kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I um, purposely drink their Capri Sun. We eat their snacks, okay? Yes, my doctor has me on a no-carb diet. I hate her for it. But <laughs> a while, like, we do similar things. Like, oh, y'all on the trampoline today? Me too. Y'all outside today playing ball? Me too. Oh, what y'all want to work? Okay. I'm going to make a bigger slime ball. Like, you have to... You You have to use your children to rejuvenate your youth, and that's what it is. Mm, Okay, yeah, I I can dig that. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. It definitely helps um, rekindle that that childhood spirit, as it was saying, you know? I'm definitely that mom raising my kids in the backyard. No, and I, I, I see myself doing that too. I'm talking about like the, the genetics. I feel like I, like within my body, there's the mm-hmm. youthful vigor and energy that's keeping me young. But when yeah. I give birth, I'm giving half of that away. So now I have to cut that energy in half to oh, get no. that away. I mean, my wife is doing that too, you know. Uh, she's going to be, you know, doing the same thing, you know, because hopefully it'll be like that type of relationship where it's, you know, a marriage and this, that, the third, whatever. And boom, from there, you know, we, we created this this beautiful human being that has both of our youth, but now I have to grow old. This is such like a very fantastical <laughs> imagination yeah. of how my brain works, right? So, so rewired and backwards. But anyways, as my energy goes out of my body, right? You know, that's uh, that's what I think is gonna happen. It's just gonna be one of those type of uh, of things. I get old as the day go on, quicker than usual. You know, gray hairs like everywhere. You know, I have zero gray hairs, and I'm not losing any of my hair, and I'm very happy with that. But my brother, though, I, you know, for story. me, that is not my story. I would love to find gray hairs in my head, but you know, the Lord, no gray thinks, hairs. No, wait, wait, wait. The Lord <laughs> thinks he's cute. And he put my gray hairs in places where he wants to show all my wisdom. So, uh-huh. to say, to say, <laughs> no. yeah, you don't get to decide. So, um, wow. My no my way. best friend says, the Lord put your gray hairs there because you don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. But no, yeah. see, I haven't had. Well, I nah, not not down <laughs> under Australia, but uh, yeah, I, I have some up top. You know, very few, very fine. I could count I them on one hair. hand. I love gray hair on men and women. I think it's, I think it's like. Like you got a story to tell. Like, tell me about your fucking life. Like, you got mm-hmm. great, you know. But um, those are the best friends, the senior citizens, the ones. Well, not the senior citizens, but the ones with you know a lot of wisdom to tell. They they yeah. they're not gonna backstab because they already been backstabbed so much they know the feeling. Right. Those are where you can find some real friends. You know, sometimes it's good to volunteer, go to an old folks' home, 
shop it up with some of those vets sometimes, you know. This one chick told me that she used to do that. She used to go to these old folks' homes on certain days and play games and whatever. And I think mm-hmm. that's such good karma, you know, because how many times did everybody get a chance to meet somebody new besides all the people that's just, you know, that they see every day. But at these open nights, these game nights, yeah, she said she used to just pull up there sometimes and just, you know, play chess or checkers or whatever the hell that they had going on and talking. Mm-hmm. She used to get a lot of wisdom. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, man. When I was in college, I did my paper on my 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 grandfather, mom's dad, mm-hmm. and I wish I still had that paper. But the things that he told me, like I was in that closet, he was building a wall closet for my aunt, and I was in that closet with him for like three days, just talking to him and talking to him, and uh-huh. I just like, and only had a fifth grade education. And after fifth grade in Jamaica, he was just like, I had to work. You know, I had to help my family and I had to work. And he helped create 13 children with his wife. He was married for 43 years. What? And he made a living. And it's shit like that that people be out here not knowing and they think their life is hard. I'm just like, what are you talking about? That's a, that's a whole fact. It's crazy. He was Jamaican? Yeah. See? My homegirl uh, just told me that. She says that she's like one in, I think, 10 kids. You mm-hmm. know? So, you know, her relationship her, with her pops wasn't the best because of that. But yeah. her, mom, her mom took care of her and whatnot. And... Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, Jamaicans be having a lot of children. Uh, you know, okay, this uh, this is my theory with Jamaican men. <laughs> with Jamaican men? Yes. I have a <laughs> Jamaican men, so I can say this. Okay, okay. I have five brothers, and they're all older than me, so I've witnessed. I feel like Jamaican men fuck to make sure they still can. And they create seeds. They plant seeds to make sure it still works. And there's no age on that. There's no cap on that and there's no age on that. Because Uh my father and my mother procreated and had me when my father was 64 and my mother was 34. Okay, okay. So so imagine you be me being 34 and having a brother and sister on my dad's side around my mother's age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sir, you did not have to be skeeting it up in a 34-year-old at your age, but you just wanted to. Yeah, that's a little extreme. And then I have I have one of my um one of my kids' dads. He has a four year old sister. Okay. But we have a seven year old together. He has a four year old sister. Yes, but we have a seven year old together. <laughs> and I'm and this is why I'm saying like Jamaican men they don't care. 
they are they are out here for the win, and the win is does it still? You work know what? Them? Maybe they're not. Maybe it's because they're not in America. Because in America, that shit would not slide. You have all those children. You have to be able to take care of all of those children. You know, there can't be any separate type of thing going on. I mean, it depends on if you got his paperwork together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, are mm-hmm. men, there are men in America skating, okay? Oh, they no, are, I believe it. They are skating like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Yamaguchi. <laughs> but, you know, there are men here, but, you know, I think um, as far as like this friendship shit and people and relationships, your filter as you get older just has to get way better. Yeah. As of in telling people about themselves or as of in like um, your boundaries, you're knowing like what you can't tolerate, you know the people you need around you. You knowing like okay, I I see the signs. I know where this is headed. I can't talk. Right. To you, you know, it has to get better because you're coming up to an age where you're not going to give a fuck. Very you're coming to an age where you're going to tell people straight like you think it, straight like you want to say it, and it's going to be like on some. Forget your feelings. Let me tell you about yourself. And you can't do that while having phony friendships. No. Definitely can't. Because I don't know about you, but I can't wait until I'm in my 60s and I can tell people off and people can't talk back to me because you can't disrespect the L. <laughs> that's, that's about right. You know what I'm <laughs> Yo, I'm, some of the most rudest motherfuckers are the listen. elderly. Listen! Like, you know me? I'm like, shit. I just because you're 75 and you ain't got no real teeth, I won't fight Walgreens. You know what I'm saying? I hold the door. They just walk in almost damn near bump you while holding the door. Right. I, and I'm, then they're going to tell you, you should have wider. Why didn't you hold it wider? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't wait for that shit. I'm just, be, I'm just being line, minding other people's business. Ew, why are you buying that lipstick? You look, look like a whore. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely the worst for me. <laughs> now, now check, check this out, though, right? Yeah. But tell me this. Tell me that New York definitely do have the more shystiest of friends than anywhere else. Not that you've oh. been everywhere to really know, but would you say New yes. York got a lot of shysty people who pretend to be Yes, because they feel like everybody's a stepping stone for something great. And they feel like everybody's irreplaceable. Yeah. Maybe because it's because uh it's such a big city. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I lived in uh New York for six years and I never dated anybody in New York. Because I was like <laughs> I was like, why would I ever feel like I was special among these millions of people you see every day? Like Every day you're going to see someone or something better than what I got, and I'm not about to compete with that. Yeah, I, that's that's definitely a whole fact. That's a whole fact. I went to this one place, right? Um, no, that's a whole fact, man. I uh, 
how do you want to tell this story? Because that's it, it is it is what you say though. It's definitely a lot of competition. There's a lot yeah. of women out here. There's a lot of beautiful everything, scenery, food, everything. Yeah. And um, yeah, the temptation is very hard. Temptation is very. It makes you really, you know, stay on top of your game. But yeah, you know, it's, it's one when of those was, type of cities. When I was in New York, um, I was team fly me out, fly me out to the wing. I know. <laughs> I'm not talking to nobody over here. This is crazy. Nah, same here. Yeah, I. We got two messages from. Hey, Miss Chan. Um, I have found a lot of my people on stereo. Uh, just uh, shout out to you, Chan. Um, I did what we needed to do and told the young man that I was not attracted to. Um, just broke it off real sweet and gentle. And um, yeah, it was the right thing to do. So thanks for your support. You are welcome. Nice. A struggle for her. She was talking to a nice guy that she wasn't attracted to, and she had a little. It'd be like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it might hurt, but um... I got a question for the young lady in the room. Um, after you found out you were pregnant, when did the men or man start acting funny with you? Was it when you told them you was pregnant, or was it after the baby came? Great show. Keep up the good work. Ooh, this is interesting. Okay, so the first one, um. I never, I, I never had plans for it to being longevity. It was like, you know, I wasn't preventing a baby from happening, but I wasn't mm-hmm. like forcing one to happen either. But I knew before it happened that if the child did come, I'm gonna be in here full throttle, and you gonna let me know if you want in or you don't. Like, there's no half ass, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I. Had- I had my first kid for my mom because she's always been like sick. So this second kid, that was the Lord laughing at me and him. And um, <laughs> because we've, we've known each other and dealt with each other since I was 18, I'm 34. Oh, and wow. we've never had like a child scare. But I always told him when I was in my 20s, you know, if we ever did, I'm not no woman that you know, kills babies because I'm just not ready. I feel Mm -hmm. like as a human being, as a woman, if you're responsible with your body and you do things that can create life, it's responsibility as long as it was something willing that you did to take care of what has happened, right? So I think the Lord got tired of me and him and like, you know what? Since y'all want to keep up with y'all shit here. And um, once it wow. happened, I think it was a lot of shock because it happened like 16 years after everything. So I think it was a lot of shock that he was going through that, you know, your life is really going to be attached to mine now. Um, and I think during the pregnancy, he was dealing with that because he felt a lot of responsibility. He basically had to start over. Mm. He basically he had a 14 year old and now you're going to be a dad again. So I think it was like a mental struggle for him, but um, we're good now. Like I don't, I feel like 
it was hard for him because he's not used to not living with his kids. Okay. Um. So he was having a hard time fathoming like what is going to be like to have my child live with her mom and us share her and she doesn't primarily live with me every day and it's a control thing with him at first but I think mm-hmm. now, now we're in a good place like you want good okay. you want good things for the kid I want good things for the kid we just don't share her so it just depends okay. on people. A lot of people do switch up when you have kids. You just never know if it was good, if it's going to be good or bad. You know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that was definitely a good question. You know, I sometimes put myself in in those type of shoes to see how I could really react if I was ever hit with that type of news. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as a man, I don't know. I don't know how to really accept the news, especially if I wasn't expecting to have kids. Yeah. And I was hit with that. I would definitely, um, I mean, I'm responsible for my actions. So I'm, you know, I'm all for it. Plus I was brought up Christian too. So I don't really believe in take no life. You know, yeah. unless it's unless it's plan B, but then again, I don't know. Is the, the is, is that a gray area or not? I, I can't really call it. I have <laughs> I have taken a plan B before. And because, that's like the day after, right? That's, yes. I mean, it's but called the it, day after pill, but whatever. But that was because it was like a blatant accident. We were using condoms and homie had the drill team, you know what I'm saying? And right. the, shit, the shit popped, you know? So we, we, <laughs> right. weren't, we weren't trying to um, create life and I wasn't about to be graduating looking like Barney. So I was like, hell no, we're not doing this. So... Right. Yeah, we handled that, but I just don't believe in like you're out here recklessly going ham. Right, right, right. I could definitely dig that. Yeah. Liam. Yeah. What haven't we talked about with friendships? I think we, we got we got most of it. Yeah, we covered the snakes in the grass. Covered uh the ones who we do help out. Covered uh uh, the relationship aspect of it, um, even the personal aspect of it, we covered a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. on top of, uh, you know, our personal things as well, too, which is always a good add, you know, uh, especially to give the people some perspective, you know, is there anything else you think we should, um, we should touch on? Ooh. Um... normalize you just you just don't talk to that person anymore they didn't do anything wrong it's just you don't talk to them no more like this whole notion of something bad must have happened or what happened or how y'all fell out we never fell out right 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 nah I'm with you on that sometimes life gets you to a space where y'all just don't I think everybody should start off. You know, maybe it maybe it's just me. Maybe this is just my my business approach. Again, you know, I don't like to pump my views on other people. I just think everybody should just start off as associates. Everybody's an associate, okay? Three <laughs> strikes and whatever privileges you thought being cool with me was is now out the window. 
Okay. That's- I'll be your associate. Yeah, I'll work for the company of whatever your first and last name is, as of you working for the company like me. We both bring benefits when we get employed. So hey, let's 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 start there as a relationship and then see how we could elevate our statuses along the way. You know, the the more time you invest in someone, the better you get to know someone in turn, the more you know how you both could benefit each other, you know. So it's never just you know, you're you're just applying randomly. It's like, nah, I think I could. This job seems like it could fit me. This is this seems like it, I might be able to work out. But you know, it, it's it's it, do people really have the time to invest? And you know, and at the end of the day, you know, it's definitely best to start from the, from a safe point. Me personally, I, that's how I I look at at certain things. Yeah, at yes. my age, maybe when you're younger and you have more of a deeper connection, you could build that bond earlier. You know, let's say that you're 16, 15, maybe 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You might be able to build a bond a little quicker because, you know, you guys are young. You guys are more pure, have more pure intention. And when you get old and you learn the tricks of the trade of how to lie, manipulate, learn about white and gray lies and, you know, uh. all types of all types of funny gizmodo bullshit that really gets people fucked up. You know what I mean? In the game these days, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like all those type of backstabbing lies, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? The they grown up lies. Take your place, the next Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like it. Yeah. That's that's just what you know. My POV on things. There are genuine people out there. Just gotta find your find your herd. You know, like you mentioned before, find that good safe ground, and then mm-hmm. you know. You might be able to move up that ladder from associate to best friend very soon, you know, if you build those relationships. And that's one thing, too, that I'm learning, building relationships. So I guess it's just a learning process, huh? Friendships and and and, and all the above. It's an uphill battle. It's never it's never over, but it doesn't have to feel like a burden. Would you say that's, yeah. that pretty much sums, sums up a good, uh, a good POV? I want more. I'm, if I get more friends, I want more friends to tell me the shit I don't want to hear. That'll tell you things that you don't want to hear? Yeah. No, I hear you. I'm, I'm with that too. I've always encouraged my friends to do that. But the only problem is when I do that back to them, I'm hurting their feelings. I'm talking shit about them. Oh. It's like, bro, you, you know, it's like, why you got to be so negative? And trust me, there's some things by constructive criticism and always shooting down an, an idea. Like, if a person always comes to you with great ideas, and I'm not talking about like once in a while, I'm talking about always, 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 and you're always talking negative, negative, negative about it, it's more not the ideas, but your feelings towards him because of these ideas or whatever the case may be. You know, it's like you got to kind of find the people who could encourage your growth on what you want to do instead of just trying to be negative all the time and shit like that. That's a fact. Well, I enjoyed this. was good. Me too. Me, I, I think, you know, a lot of stress came out. Yes. We a healing to... conversation. That, that's one thing I knew today was going to be. Yes, I saw that you put that. Healing. Healing. <laughs> yeah. And a little it's bit a of... Con- I don't want people to feel like we're attacking them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't want people to get into their emotions. It's like, listen, this is just a healing conversation. Two people with, you know, their point of views on friendship and what it's all about. Nobody's saying this is in stone, you know, who, you know, humans are different no matter, you know, what types of walks of life you come across them at. So we got one more message down there. You trying to read, you trying to hear what they got to say before we break on out? 
Yes, it's Brianna. Yes. Yeah, I feel like we have our little uh, reality show on Bravo over here because there's been so many like fallings out and just irateness.es uh, It's mainly the females um, oh. on here, but I got I can't lie, it is entertaining. Um, but I I'm pretty calm. I don't really participate in those kind of chit chats on here. But I do have mostly male friends. Um, I am a rational female, but yeah. Yeah, I can't get into the stereo um, beef. Like, what? Stereo beef? See, this is a, some new next level thing we're going to have to talk about on another episode. I have no idea about this. I come on here and I do shows and I get off. Like, I don't... I... There's people clicking up, calling themselves all types of crew names and only doing yeah. broadcasts with certain broadcasters with hashtags in their names and shit like that. Yeah, that's a lot of that going on. See? <laughs> it's wild out here. It's the Wild West. The digital era really is the Wild West. Everybody trying to get it. I can't. So when's your next episode? Trap Politics Live will be on probably tomorrow, most likely. Um, gonna dig into some topics, try to, uh, you know, speak some truth. The audience have been kind of fleeting, so I gotta find a new way to uh, garner like more attention, more shock value titles. So yeah. I don't know. Tomorrow, though, is definitely gonna be a, a good one because I'm definitely gonna do some research and see what I can do. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know me dropping another one probably Wednesday. Okay, nice. Yeah. I look forward to it. Any, any teasers you want to give the people? Any topics that, that uh, uh, possibly we'll talk about? Topic for Wednesday. I think it's forgetting. Forgetting. It's what, it's what you said? Forgetting. Oh, forgetting. Okay. Yeah. That could be um, a lot of things. <laughs> but, yeah. right, right. Well, it's definitely been a pleasure, and I thank you again for the invite. Um, you know, we definitely got to do this again for sure. <laughs>